Hello, and welcome to today's episode of Hooked on Homeschool. I'm excited to introduce you to Miss Jamie. She is a homeschool mom of two children whom she has been homeschooling for the past few years. She has a seventh grader and also a second grader. So she is going to tell us how she has raised or how she is raising her children up through the kingdom and how they are going to be children of God. And we are so excited to have her on the show with us today. So I'm going to welcome to you, Miss. Jamie. Hi friends. Are you ready to homeschool, but you're just not sure how to begin? Do you feel overwhelmed or frustrated with the public school and noticing that your child is constantly struggling or falling behind? Are you ready to say goodbye to that hectic and stressful weekday schedule and embrace a completely different approach? Do you find that your child is exhausted from those long days at school, followed by hours of homework at night? And are you constantly experiencing stress and overwhelm as a result? I'm here to share some great news with you. There is a better way, and it's called homeschooling. Experience quiet and peaceful mornings again. How about instilling a sense of joy and excitement for learning in your child? Witness their true passions unfold as you go on this fulfilling journey together. Welcome to Hooked on Homeschool. I am Dawn Janowitz, a homeschool mom, wife, podcaster, and online course creator. And I want to give you the clarity, the confidence, the freedom, and all the strategies to show you that it is possible to create an amazing homeschool experience that works for both you and your kids. So come on, ladies, let's go from hot mess express to fierce and fun, and let's get hooked on homeschool. Hi, Jamie. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm doing amazing. Thank you for asking. You are welcome. I'm excited to have you on the show today because you are a very great person to share your faith and how you're actually instilling that faith in your children. So I'm excited to learn about your homeschooling journey. So what prompted you to ultimately want to homeschool? Well, My homeschooling journey started in California, and we really wanted to get the kids understanding what the kingdom lifestyle looks like. So we we wanted not to have them in the public school education. It wasn't working for us, at least when my 12-year-old was in school. And God put in my heart for two years the, the notion of homeschooling. I was fighting it. I didn't really know what homeschooling was. But God put in my, in my past moms with seven, eight kids, five kids that were homeschooling. And then I started asking a lot of questions. And then I decided to pull my kids out of school and, de- and decide to then make the journey. And the, I want them to understand who they are in Christ. And I feel like that identity is lost a lot inside the public education. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And so what is your biggest struggle right now when you homeschool? So we are back in our homeschooling journey right now. We homeschooled for two years, and then we had two years that we didn't homeschool. We put them back in the public education. We moved from California to Florida, and then that that transition allowed us to really get inside our face more than ever. And then we decided that it was decision to homeschool again. So right now, because we're going back, we decided this time we're going to do homeschooling, eclectic. So we were going to be using different things in our journey to be able to homeschool them. So we're just figuring it out right now how that looks like. 
And I love that you just kind of jump into it. You know you want to do it, but you don't have it structured yet. And you don't have to have it structured. You could just start day one of school when it comes, whether it's August 10th or whenever you feel like it. And you don't have to have anything on the books. You could do a field trip that day. And that's what's so amazing with homeschooling is it doesn't have to be structured. You don't have to have all this curriculum. You don't have to have all these things. So what kind of advice would you give to someone who is kind of struggling with the same same questions as you. They want to pull their kids out of school, but they are just afraid to. It's really scary for them. Yeah. So when I was scared, I had to ask a lot of other homeschool moms. You need community. You need somebody that you can relate to. And then you also want to know what style you want to teach your kids. Because there's so many styles. And a lot of people are confused with all that, like what curriculum they're going to use or if they're going to use a co-op. Like for us right now, because we're going to be on schooling, we want to and be also eclectic, meaning that I can use a little bit of everything. It's not so structured because my kids learn a different way. So you have to know how your kids are learning and then look for those tools and and the people that, you know, that do exactly what you want to do to be able to go through that direction. So asking a lot of questions, the homeschooling community helped me a lot to figure it out. And knowing what I wanted as well as a a homeschool mom with my visa schedule. So when you say homeschool style, there might be some people listening that don't know what that is. And a lot of people use the word eclectic. So while you're homeschooling, what are some of the values that you want to instill in your children so that way they have a great upbringing? And I know you want to give them the kingdom lifestyle. So tell us about that. So yeah, the reason why we homeschool is for because of the kingdom lifestyle. And I want them to understand who they are in Christ first. That's the first thing my most, like, if I live today in the world, I left it with that. Because that's going generation, and generation through generations. So, and I want them to understand who they are first in Christ, and then what God put in their per- in their heart, like their purpose. Because at least for me and my husband, we didn't have that. So we struggle a lot as an adult. I want them to do the same. And I was literally feeling that that was going to happen with them if I would not put them out of school. So I want them to understand who they are in Christ. I want them to understand what they want to do for a living. Like when they are in the moment when they go to college, they know who they are and what they are supposed to do instead of figuring it out after they get out of high school. Exactly. And so we all know that public school isn't giving them those things inside school. So how are you incorporating that into your values of every day into your homeschooling journey? Yes. So we started a morning routine that allows them to understand what is those habits. That way they can do it themselves. Like everything that is in the Bible, every, every detail that is for our life, marriage, parenting, finances, and then that specific thing you have to do with, with, in the world, that specific gift that you have is already in you. But if you don't have, if you don't go to, like, to your king, to what God says, to what he, you're supposed to do in this world, then you're confused because you are getting everything else that the word is saying you to do. So us, we study in the morning with Bible study and we, we study the Bible in the morning and then we do prayer and for them to understand what the king says first. And then we do everything else that they want to do for them to, to start figuring it out. What, what is their gift and how to listen to the Holy Spirit and stuff like that. Do you have any curriculums that you recommend to help study the Bible? If someone wants to do that, what are some of the things that you use or that you could tell us about? 
So for me, I use the Bible itself. And I also do this for everybody that asks me, how do you understand more the Bible? When you read the Bible and you let the Holy Spirit speak through the Bible, you don't need a, a curriculum. Everything is exactly there. And then sometimes, yes, people will ask me, so how do you explain it to kids? So when we talk, we we take chunks, right? For, for, for the seven-year-old, when it's like, I don't understand a lot of these things. So we, we go through through every you know person in the Bible and explain what they went through. And when we read in it, then we explain to them and depends what they're what they're having in their day, what's happening in their day. When when Radames, when he was in, in school, I was I would read Proverbs to him before he wouldn't go to school. That way he can apply what it says in Proverbs in school because he would struggle with the same thing that, that King Solomon was was telling these young people to, you know, to do or so everything is there to fight the enemy out there in the world. So we just use those principles and we apply it into our lives. So we don't really use a curriculum for the Bible. We use the Bible to apply into our lives. Wow. That's great. Cause the Bible is, it's a lot, there's a lot there and, and it's a lot of interpretation and having to teach your kids exactly what it says. So good for you. So tell us a little bit about you. Are you married? Did you go to school? So tell us about you growing up a- and now. <laughs> well, we may f- I've been married for 14 years. I went to normal school. I wasn't homeschool. That wasn't, I'm, I'm Latina, so we, we don't think about any of that. <laughs> That's not in a, in a conversation. Even our family think we're crazy. But I, as an adult, seeing the world that we're living in and after knowing the kingdom, I wanted to implement that in my family. So I did went to university. I studied interior design. Then I always, I've, been, I've been an entrepreneur for the past 20 years. So I've always been a person that is outside the box. And I think <laughs> that's why my family is the way it is. And my husband too, like he was a normal person too going to school. But these days the school is not the same. And that's another conversation. <laughs> yeah, that's why everyone's listening to this because they know that school is not the same that when we went. And so they want to definitely homeschool their, homeschool their children. So what does your family like to do for fun? Do you guys like to go on vacations, hiking, camping? Yes. So we love cruising. Uh, we just found out how the cruising is fun. So we're going to do more of that. We have a membership. We, we, we go to different cruises. And uh, we love visiting family to the Caribbean. The reason we move all the way to the East Coast right now is so we can be close to the Caribbean. Because in two hours, you can be in Puerto Rico or in Dominican Republic. So, and we love, we love hiking. But here in Florida, we cannot hike too much because it's literally just walking. I love hiking. I will go five in the morning and I will hike. In, in, in the mountains of California, but here we will walk in the lake in the morning and we love it. Hi friends. Are you wanting to homeschool, but you just don't even know where to start? If so, I have got some exciting news to share with you. Did you know that I have a free workshop that will help you get started with homeschooling? Plus, I'll give you valuable tips and insights to help guide you along the way. I invite you to visit Hooked on Homeschool, where I'll teach you how to create an amazing homeschool experience right now. Take this first step towards the incredible journey of homeschooling by visiting hookedonhomeschool.com. That's great. So you mentioned cruising. So we are also, we love cruises. We're right here by the port. We're 45 minutes from Port Canaveral. 
And I've been on, I don't know, 30, 40, 50 cruises. And my son, who is only 14, has already been on 23 cruises. So I love cruises. We love cruises. You go, you don't have to think. Lots to eat, lots to do, lots of fun. So people either like them or they don't. There's not a whole lot of people in between. You need a vacation on top of the vacation that you go on cruises. That's what we learn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's It takes a lot out of you, but there's no thinking involved, no driving. Everyone's in one spot. We kind of like that. Okay. So describe uh, your morning routine. So you started out, you said with the Bible. And so what do you do from there? I know we're in the summer, but think back of, you know, when you were homeschooling, what did your day look like? Yeah. So I, in, we, we start in the morning with chores after prayer. So they have to do certain chores in the house. So so there's no TV. They t- turn off the TV. Like they cannot turn on the TV unless they pray. You know, they they do their chores. And, and then after that, we have breakfast together and then Bible study as a family. And then the day starts, we can go outside, start doing like play days or we go to a museum. We will go to the zoo. We will learn hands-on. My kids love science. So they, they love experiment with things, getting dirty, their boys. So imagine that. Yes, yes. Okay, and then what about your evening routine? So what time do you usually get done with school? Uh, you know, what time do you guys start winding down? And do you do anything fun or different? Yes. So we most of the time, my husband is here with me. So we're doing things together. But we, we don't homeschool all day. So that's not something that people will think that we have to homeschool six hours. No, we, we can get done in, in, our, in our eclectic lifestyle with activities that, that they wanted to learn that day. And then we would do more play. And, and then at nighttime, an hour before, you know, going to bed, we would talk. We would sit down and we would talk. And we will have a conversation as a family. And we, we will have the kids telling us what they feel. And we, 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 we a lot of, you know, conversations into everybody's feelings. So we can adjust also as a family inside the house. So, and, and I love our, our morning, our nighttime routine because they, okay, they go brush their teeth, they shower, and then we will read to them a story of the Bible. There's a, I don't remember the name of the book, but there's a Bible series that I love that has the best stories to, to read to your kids at nighttime. I haven't for so long, but I don't know the author. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, maybe we can find it and we can go ahead and link that also in the show. Yes, yes. It's an old, old, old book series that I have for years, but it's really, really good. Oh, that's great. So how do you manage social media and TV watching with your kids? Because you have a, you have two boys, one in seventh grade and then one in second grade. Oh, thank you, baby. He brought the book to me. So what is the book called? And we can go ahead and link that on the show. It's called The Bible Story by Arthur S. Maswell. Okay. Okay. Very good. Yes. So perfect. So how do you manage your social media and your TV watching for your kiddos? So they don't have social media. I don't, I don't allow TikTok. We eliminated YouTube for the house. Don't interrupt me. I don't allow YouTube for the kids just because they, when we allowed it is they got really angry and, and there's it's a psychologist behind the, the scrolling in YouTube and things that a kid mind cannot comprehend or, or process. And the enemy used a lot of that for our kids to 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 be a certain way. So if if there's YouTube allowing the house only for learning or or art, because my kids love painting, so we follow like a YouTuber. They love like doing painting. So 
they will use it for that. They, they watch TV, they're normal kids. They love cartoons, they love movies, but we try the as minimum, like the last resource to use it. And there's so many things to do. They can be busy all day long. They don't have to be on the TV. That's, that's not what we do for homeschooling, basically. So yeah, we... Yeah, and I love how you said they're allowed to be on the TV. We actually got rid of YouTube as well. It, it just goes down a rabbit hole and they just sit there and watch kids playing with other toys. And it seems so mindless, but it really is not good for your children. So they're allowed Netflix. And then also if I'm with them watching YouTube, something specific, but they cannot just sit there and watch anything they want. My daughter loves art. So she'll watch an artist and she'll draw a picture with them or if we're doing something learning. But I have also learned that the YouTube steals, it's like a babysitter. It's watch, it's just stealing their time. And before you know it, as they get older, their brain is going to constantly, constantly need that that change of pace, like that constant change of pace that YouTube does to their brains. Yeah. So I'm totally with you on that. Like with Netflix, they already know, like we, we follow what the Bible said about things that we should watch because our eyes are literally what the brains mature and everything that is that's in, in the brain to be able to, to comprehend. So I, we, we said in the Bible that there's things that, don't, that, don't, that God doesn't like. So they know what is witchcraft, what is homosexuality, what is all these things. So they can know what is not allowed to watch, but they, they can know what it is because they already know that God is not okay with it. So now my 12-year-old, when, if, if there's something going on, on the TV, he would tell me. And we, are, we, we have Pure Flix. So that's like, like Netflix for, for Christians. Yeah, I love that. We have Pure Flix too. And, and uh, the Homeschool Awakening by Kirk Cameron is on there. And one of, the, yeah, one of the speakers, Alex Newman, who talked about the history of school, is actually going to be on my show. I interviewed him a couple weeks ago, and I'm so excited to have him on the show. But yeah, so, so what are some three powerful tips, tricks, or any hacks that you have for any moms regarding your homeschooling journey? Okay, so tricks and hacks for a homeschool mom. The, just listen to your kids. They have inside of them, they know what they desire. Because God already put it there. And sometimes as a mom, I want you to be a doctor. I want you to be this person. And they don't want that. What is it that they like? That's why I love homeschooling eclectic. Because if my son wants to do a specific thing, then I am the facilitator to guide them through that. So I don't want to push a agenda into my kids. I want to know what their desires are. Obviously, we uh, um, we want to give them things that they can use in the world. For me, it's very important reading, writing, and math. The rest is what is, what is your gift. Let's let's focus on that and let's develop it. So when you are 18, 19, 20, you already know your gift and you you can be a, you can do a business with it. So that's basically what I like. But for a mom that doesn't know what is that, is listening to them understanding their desires what is what you need to know what is their learning how they learn how how they can develop that way you can guide yourself what are their passions what are they excited about what gets them excited and and follow and let them lead and i think as a society we've kind of forgotten about that we always just want to tell them what to do when to do it how to do it and uh we're just you know raising a whole bunch of people that are doing everything the same way and you want to have a lot of creativity and different things like that so do you have any other words of wisdom that you'd like to share with any other homeschool moms or any information you'd like to share about your own journey my journey is being an up and down cuz 
again, we, I feel like getting them back to like the public education just opened my mind into what did I even did that? Like for, for a person that is homeschooling and or want to homeschool, it's the best thing you can do for your kids because you not put them in a mold and you are, are giving them every tool. You are just a facilitator. And homeschooling today is not just you at home. You can, there's so many, there's co-ops, there's moms, there's community. You definitely have to look for that. And I believe really don't have a lot of tools for you guys to, to, you know, to figure that out. But just talk to somebody that homeschooling and you will see that you will have that desire too. Because you might think you cannot homeschool because you have a 24-hour job and or, or you're full-time mom and you don't know that homeschooling, you can do it in the weekends. You can teach your kids in the weekend or at nighttime. And, and yes, but where do I put my kids? I'm like, but you probably have some help or they, or, or there's a place where you can, you can put them. Like there's so many tools. That's what I'm trying to say that you have to figure out that. If you want to do it, you can figure it out. There are ways to do that. Yes. Yes. But getting them out of that public school education, they're only going to allow them to do their molds. That for me is huge. Exactly. Well, well said. Thank you so much, Jamie, for being on the show. I'm so excited to have interviewed you and learned about your homeschooling journey. And thank you so much. Thank you. Hi, friend. Before you go, I want to thank you for listening. And if you found this podcast helpful, I would truly be grateful if you could just take a moment and leave me a five-star review. Your review will help me improve and reach more listeners who could benefit from homeschooling. Until next time, keep exploring and discovering new ways to make your homeschooling a fun and enjoyable experience. Happy homeschooling!